Hi everyone, my name is Natalie Ledwell and this is The Inspiration Show. Today on the show I have a really good friend of mine, his name is Clayton Anger um, and he is the author of the book The Ego's Code, uh, Understanding the Truth Behind Your Negativity. And we all want to understand the truth behind our negativity, don't we? So welcome Clayton, how are you? I am fantastic, thank you Natalie, it's lovely to be here. Yes, and uh, Clayton is coming to us all the way from the UK. Um, which is where that that lovely accent is from. <laughs> um, so before we get into talking about our patterns, how we sabotage ourselves, um, all of the things that hold us back from having a life of fulfillment and happiness and success, um, why don't we start with your story first? Like, how? What was your motivation behind writing the book? Okay, so my story. If I go back, uh, wow, 10, 15 years, um, I went through um, a horrible divorce. Um, I was left with lots of debt, I left a job, I was an accountant and a tax consultant and I left a job that didn't fulfill me. Um, I piled on loads and loads of weight until I went up to about 252 pounds so I was a fairly big guy and I was just very, very unhappy in my life and, uh, but I've always been very spiritual and always meditated and always sort of you know, connected. I'm a psychic medium, so I read for people all over the world as well. Bit of a strange journey coming from an accountant, tax consultant to that. Um, and something needed to change. So um, I was driving down the motorway, having a bit of a rant at the universe, and asked for my twin flame soulmate to come in. Um, and then my phone rang, and you know, and the rest is history. So I met Lindsay in in Colorado, of all places, and we only lived an hour up the road from each other. But there was, that was the beginning of a journey. I noticed that I had patterns. I was very negative. My thinking was very negative. Um, it was it was a spiral effect of sabotage that was going on in my life, and I needed to look at each of the patterns that were showing up around money, around weight, around career, around relationships, um, so that I could you know, changed my life basically. Um, and it's been a journey. It's it's been a journey, you know, up and down and but I noticed that there is a pattern to different types of negativity, but I also recognize that there's a pattern to a unique pattern to individuals. So I now work with individuals and large businesses, helping them to understand their patterns of negativity so they can stop sabotage and success wherever that is in their life. Right. Because I, I'm assuming that there are different patterns um, that are related to different areas. So, you know, we may have one pattern that's really affecting us maybe in our relationships, but not necessarily in, in money and so forth. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I noticed certainly for myself that um, I would, for say, from a weight perspective, I would um, eat for comfort. So something wasn't working in my life. So I found myself reaching for something in the fridge to stuff down. Uh, and I know it's. I noticed, and this is the pattern that seems to happen for everybody, that when something, if we have negativity, whether it be self-talk, whether it be thoughts, whether it be feelings, whether it be actions or behaviors, what we tend to do is we ignore it because we've been conditioned to ignore it and we stuff it down and we stuff it down and what I was doing, I was stuffing down and stuffing food on top of it um, as well and what you need to do is we need to, we need to allow it to come up and when we allow it to come up, that that's when the magic really does start to happen and you know I talk about that a lot in my book about going through the resistance and some of the resistance is fun and some of the resistance is painful but there's always 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 light at, at on the other side of that and it's the yeah. same with finances you know I noticed that 
with when we first started our consulting business to be paid two hundred and fifty dollars a day you know filled me with anxiety and then when I you know then I noticed that when I put my fees up to five hundred dollars and seven hundred dollars and a thousand and now ten thousand dollars a day um, it's been, you know there was a journey that took place that I needed to recognize and have a look at what the resistance was within myself to do that um, and within my book I've put lots of exercises together so people can really understand that right because that's the thing okay so I you know if I was to think about um, you know resistance to money yeah. um, I know my resistance to money was you know growing up in a family of eight kids in a country town um, uh, with you know a lot of stress around the lack of money and the, so that was my programming because that's what I noticed as a child I'm like okay well this is you know Exactly. Is. But you know, when it comes to relationships, you're like, okay, if I want to, if I need that to come up, that's not going to be a really good experience. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I always think, you know, having that emotional release can be scary. Um, so, are you saying that in your book you have actually different exercises that people can go through to help to release that? Yeah, there's 16 exercises in my book, mm -hmm. um, and each exercise builds upon the previous. To enable people to really one embrace themselves and who they are as a human being, but also to recognise what it is that they want in their life. Because you know, I've been on a rocky road with relationships myself, and I didn't really know what it was that I wanted from a relationship. But but what it stemmed down to for me was deserving a relationship and feeling that I deserved it. Because mm -hmm. as I grew up, talking about the patterns that you learn. You know, I saw my, my parents were arguing a lot and rowing a lot. And, you know, I, ironically, I attracted relationships to me that matched that and mirrored that until I broke the habit of that and broke the pattern that associated with that by actually saying, what is it that I want? And when I really start, sat down and understand what it is that I wanted and why I valued that for me, that's when things started to change. Because it's interesting, isn't it? Like I, um, what I, when I actually realised I had my limiting belief or that pattern, um, you know, the same thing. Glenn and I would have conversations around money, and it would always turn into this like stressful, angsty conversation. But I didn't had, I had no idea that I was actually emulating my parents' behaviour. All I doing was was copying what I knew, you know. Exactly, you know, and I did exactly the same. You know, I remember as a child being hidden in a wardrobe as the bailiffs were knocking on the door. And, you know, and my mum and dad used to say, look, money doesn't grow on trees. So, well, there's, with money doesn't grow on trees, also they transfer the energy on that as well as the belief system that goes with that. So for many, many years, you know, I lived a very lack mentality and also when I had money, I would spend money. So I'd have money come in the bank, we'd win a very big deal and I'd, I would go and spend it because it was like I didn't want to hang on to it. Yeah. Um, like I didn't deserve it. But that's all now changed. Um, but again, it's about recognizing the pants, but owning it. And uh, you know, and that's the big thing. All right. So if someone's watching the show right now, and they go, "Well, okay, I don't, I'm, you know, I don't have success. I'm not, you know, as wealthy as I'd like to be. I'm not in the relationship that I want." Um, what kind of process do they go to to figure out what is it that's actually blocking them? Okay. So. Um, it's like a five-step process. So the first, um, the first step is, is first of all, is to recognise it. You know, recognise that actually, you know, when I'm unhappy, there's a series of um, feelings and emotions that actually come up, and rather than stuff them down, allow them to come up. The second process is that is then, you know, appreciate the fact that, you know, 
uh, your body is, uh, is showing you exactly what it is that you need. So the reason we experience negativity ultimately is because it's a way of keeping us, to, keeping us safe. And so if you allow that to come up and you recognize it, now all of our negativity flows from the past. So by allowing it to come up, it moves you from the past and ultimately into the present. And then you then stop reacting, you stop fighting, you stop living in the past. And as it comes into the present, what you then start to do is say, okay, um, what action is it that I want to take? So you move from the past in the present and then you start, you know, the fifth step is actually just say, okay, I'm going to take the right course of action for me. But then what happens is, is that it's repeating. So you need to keep doing the same action over and over again for a little while um, until, it, until it becomes a new operational within your body in terms of new thinking that shows up, new feelings that show up. And it happens very, very quickly. The other thing, Natalie, which I am going to add is, you know, is to use the mind movies. You know, so the mind movies are awesome, and you know, I use them all the time in, you know, in certainly cre creating some of the things that I want to create, and and they work. It 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 changes your thinking, it changes your neurology, it changes everything in the body as well. So I now use that in a combination of of those five steps. The other thing that I do as well, just very quickly, is if people put their hands out in front of their palms facing up. And in the left hand is what they value. So if I value money, what would my behaviors be like on a daily basis to honor that value around money? Mm -hmm. So you know, maybe I'll, I'll sit down and I'll think about actually you know, my dream life that I want. I won't waste money. I'll maybe save a little bit of money. Um, I'll be thinking about why that's important to me. And, I, and you structure your behaviors around the value. So, if, if, your val if your values match your behaviors, you can put your hands together and you are congruent in that. Whereas if you value money and you're wasting money like I used to do or there was lots of lack thinking around it and you would spend money as a kid, you have a miss. When you have that miss that takes place, you're incongruent. And you can do the same thing with health, for example. So if you value health, you know, what are my behaviors? I'll, I'll eat healthily, I'll work out, I'll drink plenty of water, I'll get plenty of rest. If my values match my behaviors, I'm congruent. But the yeah. flip side of it is, is that it's when you notice your behaviors are not matching. That's when you can take a step back and say, okay, what is it that I want? What behaviors do I need to introduce into my life? And then you, every day you just, you know, introduce them. The important thing as well is, if you, you know, if you go a day and you don't introduce, and you, you know, you make a mistake or you have a bit of a crappy day, um, that's a rubbish day. Um, then don't beat yourself up about it. Just make it okay, you know, and just pick it up where you left off the next day. You know, a lot of this is about being kind to yourself. Too many people just beat themselves up. You know, I really used to beat myself up a lot, and then guess what? You reach the fridge and you get something else, and you stuff it down a little bit more. Allow it to come up on you. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, so because the, the way that you're talking about using a mind movie then uh, is, you know, also a way that I suggest as well. Because what you're talking about is being this yep. person, being this wealthy person, acting like you're already wealthy or in this amazing relationship or having this perfect health. Because yep. when you start to act and be that, um, your thoughts and, and actions are changing. Then you start to resonate at a match to that. You know, and so that's that's how you easily attract that back to you. To you, um, and using a mind movie to do that, because remember, mind movie is just a visualization tool to put you in the picture. But if you can see yourself already acting as you know, as this wealthy person and being this wealthy person, mm -hmm. the more you see that in the mind, next you know it naturally comes to you. 
you know. And it does naturally come to you. Now, I was, I was just talking to some colleagues yesterday and about that, you know, about getting, um, I said I always fly business class. I said I always buy, I fly United, I always buy, you know, economy plus, but I always get an upgrade. And in my mind movie, it is, um, I always fly business class. But the thing was, I didn't, that always didn't used to happen because I didn't believe it. I wasn't walking it. I wasn't talking it. I wasn't, my whole physiology was against it. So now, once the point that I felt that I deserved that, guess what? I show up at the airport, I automatically get upgraded. Yeah. You know, and it's the same around relationships. It's the same around health. It's the same around well-being. You know, and it is a vibrational match. It's an energetic match that takes place. Hmm. You know, your thoughts are things. And your feelings need to match your thoughts. You know, and when they are matched and when they are aligned, you know, that's, that's when the magic happens. Yeah. You know, I, I say to people, we spend too much time in our heads. So we allow our head to rule our heart or our heart to rule our head. You know, it's not one or the other. It's both. You need to allow the two to work together in tandem as a partnership. Wow, so what does that look like, having heart and head, like brain and heart together? So what does that look like? That's a great question. Um, so in my book, I have the picture, I have two images of a head and a heart. And one of the, so, and on my retreats, what I, what I talk about is I actually physically move, I, I have somebody sat next to me, and I say, so when your head is ruling your heart, I move them in front, you know, and I say, well, I'm trying to get through, I'm trying to hear, but actually, you know, the head is so so loud and so noisy and the self-talk saying, you know, you don't deserve it, you're not worthy and all this kind of thing. And the heart can't be heard. Or you have the flip side saying, oh, isn't life lovely? You know, I'm going to trust my heart, I'm going to trust my intuition, but you still need the head to, to think things through, to apply things, and so you allow um, the head and the heart to work in tandem. The heart will bring you the ideas and the head needs to show you how to action them and put them into action. Right. Um, so it's about you know us working. We're human beings for a reason. You know the human side is the head and the mind. The being side is the heart, and it's about allowing our human being essence to work in tandem together. Because that's the thing. Most of the time, we'll let our head talk us out of a situation or talk us into a situation. But what we when we're talking about the head or the brain, what we're doing most of the time is um, operating from past patterns yes. that really aren't serving us anyway. Correct. Right. And those past patterns will get in the way, and those past patterns can often be driven by traumas of the past. So I said, mentioned about money for myself and being stuck in a wardrobe with my mum, with a, you know, or it could be a traumatic relationship, or somebody telling you, you know, you're not good enough, or, or you're too fat, you're too thin, you know, um, and and we listen to that, you know, but we listen to the negative side of it as opposed to embrace it and saying, you know what. This is a really important message for me. Yeah. You know, I need to listen to that, not listen to that I am fat, I am thin, I am scared, I am fib. Just to listen to actually there's an important message here for me and allow that to come up because that's the the route to actually owning yourself and owning your challenges and owning your problems. And then you allow the heart to come through and tell you exactly how you want your life to be. Yeah. And and then the then the two are be starting to become in tandem. And then they, and that's when the real magic happens. Um, and then you are a vibrational match to the joy that you want to bring in. Yeah. 
because you know I know in the book you talk about um, you know having learning from our challenging situations. So you know I know that uh, you know if we're looking at our health or relationship, there are certain things that we can look at in our life that we're lacking in and go, okay, well that's pretty clear. But yep. what if it's like a random situation that's that is a challenge for us? How do we learn the lesson in that? Um, everything is connected. There's patterns in everything. Right. Um, so, and it could be completely, completely random. Um, so I'm just trying to think about an example uh, in my own life. So, uh, example in my own life. So in the UK, we have speed cameras. Mm -hmm. And I was driving down the motorway, and I got caught by a speed camera. And then about a month later, I got caught again. And, you know, and then Lindsay, my wife, got caught on a speed camera. And there were events that were going, but we weren't paying attention. They were completely random. Mm -hmm. But when you take a step back, there was actually a pattern to them. And I talk in my book about a spiral. And when you get to the center of the spiral, if you haven't noticed the pattern or the random events, you know, and how they sit together, then that's when it becomes painful. Because actually, one of the things that happened with Lindsay, she had, she broke a foot, my wife. And then I ended up taking her to the hospital and driving to the hospital. I wasn't going particularly quick. I drove in the back of the car, and she ended up going to the hospital in an ambulance. So all these random events were taking place, and we actually hadn't noticed that it was all about us slowing down and being present and being together and nurturing each other. Right. After the event, once it got really painful, you then start to notice. But once, once in my book, I show you how to spot them ahead of time. Yeah, because what you're talking about is being able to emotionally detach yourself and go, okay, what, what's going on here? Because when you're in it, you can't see anything. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, when you're in it, you're immersed in it. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you just need to hit pause mm -hmm. and, and take a step back. Uh, or just notice what's going on for you. So I recommend to people just keep a journal you know, or even on an iPad or, you know, uh, an iPhone or something, just make it at a certain time I was feeling this. You know, this was what was going on, and then come back to it once things calm down and once things settle down. Because when you're immersed in the mire and all the stuff that's going on, you can't think straight. You can't yeah. feel straight. You don't know what's real and what's not. But, you know, if you can if you can recognize and record it, you can then take that step back and just say, well, okay, so this is what was happening. And it may be just one random event. If it is, just pay attention to it mm -hmm. because there will be another one that will be following on very soon after that. Awesome. So, um, um, Clayton, we, we've run out of time, as I knew that we would very quickly. Um, so I highly recommend Clayton's book. Where can we send people to uh, to, to get this? Okay. It's, um, it's currently on Amazon. It's in paperback and it's also on a Kindle version. Mm -hmm. uh, one of the things that I, am, I mentioned to you before, we're going to make it um, available for free on Amazon. Um, it will probably be next week um, or the week after. I'm just trying to sort that out with Amazon at the moment, but I'm going to let May know um, exactly, and that link will be on your website. People just go in, they just download it. I really hope that people love it, and they can reach out to me with any questions. You know, I'm very approachable, uh, so they can contact me at, um, at clayton at sarios.co.uk. The link will also be, be on the Inspiration Show website.
Awesome. So we'll make sure, guys, that when you click on the banner that's next to this video, either underneath it or next to it, um, you'll be able to go through to the page so that you can organize to get the Kindle for free because, believe me, there are so many amazing, awesome exercises and practical things that you can apply in this book. Um, and, you know, and the thing is, if we're not living a life of complete happiness and fulfillment, you know, it is us, it is our patterns, it is, you know, part of us that's holding us back. Um, and with some simple exercises, you can free that up and live an amazing life. So, Clayton, thank you again for joining me, darling. It's been great talking to you, as usual. <laughs> I've loved it. Awesome. Hey, guys, I encourage you to share this video, get the word out, and you can do that by clicking the Facebook and the Twitter share buttons on this page. Uh, and also, if you haven't done so already, make sure that you down, uh, leave your email uh, in the box on this page so we can send you the Manifesting with the Masters course for free. So until next time, remember to live large, choose courageously, and love without limits. We'll see you soon.